You are listening to Into It from Vulture. I'm your host, Sam Sanders. We're here this episode to play a game. It's called Into It, Not Into It. And our guest this episode is so strong, so amazing. He doesn't need another competitor to play against him. Jay Jordan, you know him as the internet's most popular bisexual, uh, stand-up comedian who is a force of nature, and also a writer on The Problem with Jon Stewart. Hello, Jay. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm better now. You know, we last had you on the show. Did you do our year-ender at the end of 2022? I did the year-ender with my good friend Zach Zimmerman, who has a book that's out right now. But yeah, I did it with yeah, Zach. Yeah, Every time you come on the show, I laugh to the point where I think I'm going to drop my microphone. Well, It's true. You need to get a tight grip. We're going to act up again today. So you know how this goes. I ask you... Uh, few questions about a few stories from Mm -hmm. the news and you tell me if you're into these stories or not and explain why Mm -hmm. and because i know what you do for a living Mm -hmm. the first question this week all right first game question is are you into or not into the writer's strike i am so into it this is how into the writer's strike i am yesterday my mom called me and she said jay were you just on TV? And I said, maybe. For what? <laughs> I was, we were picketing at Peacock headquarters yesterday. I'm so into it. We have to discuss the fact that as a writer in this industry, we cannot sit idly by and let corporations continue to have huge corporate profits at the detriment of the people who are crafting, building, and creating the worlds and the works that are lining these people's pockets. It is mm. untenable. It is a scary place to be in. And I hadn't even talked about the fact that they want robots to start doing shit. So yes, I'm so into the writer's strike. Solidarity with the workers and... Recently, I also found out that online, a lot more people are pro-union and aware of like worker dynamics than the past writer strikes. So now, like in 2007, 2008, Twitter wasn't around the way it's around now. Now, for the most part, every tweet is like, hell yeah, even from people who might not necessarily understand the ins and outs. They understand corporate greed and they understand multi-multi-millionaires continuing yeah. to reap the benefits of hard people's work. Well, and... The streamers at this point have pissed us off. No one has love for Netflix. Exactly. You're making me stop sharing my password. Come on you up now. the prices. And I couldn't get the Love is Blind reunion live. Couldn't get the oh, Love is I'm Blind on the side reunion of labor, live. Baby. Yeah, so I'm on the side of labor. Not only that, let's talk about this particular situation. <laughs> Netflix doesn't want the people who make Stranger Things to get more money. They don't under- Do you understand how big Stranger Things is it it's wild to me yeah. it's wild so let's tell folks who may not know you how this strike is affecting you besides being an award-winning legendary <laughs> nobel prize winning comedian <laughs> no, yes, yes, yes. uh you write for a nightly show for I a late write, night I, show i write for the problem with john stewart uh we are we are a comedy news hybrid show our format isn't necessarily nightly what i can say is that we are on strike, so yes, pins down for us. I mean, it instantly affected shows like The Daily Show and SNL and all of the late-night variety shows that do kind of have a Monday through Thursday format as far as, like, airing. But, I mean, it affects so many people. Also, 
people know writers, but they don't necessarily know writers. So they'll go, oh, I love this SNL cast member who's in the guild. So you have to think about that kind of stuff. If you're like, oh, this is a bunch of no-name writers with glasses. I don't know. No, no, no. Your favorite Trump impersonator, Jamie Austin Johnson, he's in the guild. You understand what I'm huh. saying? Like, this is affecting yeah, a, lot a lot of, of people, people who you see in front of the camera as well. And speaking of in front of the camera, SAG and the Directors Guild in solidarity with us. So I saw a bunch of Screen Actors Guild people when we were picketing yesterday. I'm so happy that we have other unions that are standing in solidarity with the WGA. Listen, LA's hottest club right now is the picket line. Uh, look I've cute. I've seen the video. Look Y'all are cute. out there. That's what someone... <laughs> so have you been out there yet? Yeah, it was some cuties. It was some cuties out there. I was out there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They did give me the bullhorn because they needed someone oh. with rhythm to lead the chants. What and did you chant? I have to know. What was your strike chant? Uh, you know, the classics. Hey, hey, ho, ho, corporate greed has got to go. We got, you know, okay. a few things. Okay. Um, it was nice. Good call and response. I will say this. I got the tambourine and it felt racial, but it might have not been. But I don't know how I feel about that. No. <laughs> Did you do black church tambourine? Or I mean, white protest tambourine. I added some flourishes. What okay. I had to stop myself from doing was doing the Black Lives Matters chants because those were still in my brain. So, <laughs> you can still do those. I can't, I'm down. I can't say fire, fire, gentrifier. <laughs> Girl, I just moved here. Now it's a. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me what happened on the show that you work on, John Stewart show. Was um, John like, "Y'all got to go"? Sorry, how well, did it no, go John's down? John's part of the guild too. So and John just canceled his uh, uh, FYC event in LA with John Mulaney in solidarity with the guild. So John is part of this, and uh, he's a he's a guild member. A lot, of, like they're kind of people are trying to talk to Quinta Brunson online about this. Quinta is a member of the Guild. Like, showrunners mm-hmm. are members of the Guild. So many people who folks don't even know are not only in solidarity with us, but part of this strike. Yeah. So there's all kind of setups to help writers out in the meantime while mm-hmm. the strike goes on. Apparently, NBC is paying its writers for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers are going to pay out of pocket Mm -hmm. for their writers for a week. Mm -hmm. What's your sitch with Jon Stewart? How much can you share? Is Jon cutting you a check? I can share that we are well taken care of. Jon cares deeply about his writers. We want for nothing except for we want the studios to agree to these very reasonable terms. How long can you hold out financially? How long can I hold out? Yeah. I'm so blessed and so fortunate and so lucky. I have a husband. I have, you know, I save. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of explicit pictures of me I can sell for money. So Wow. Do you have feet pics though? Those sell really well. Yes, yes. I got the feet okay. pics. I got the, the little piggies around. Number two. Are you into or not into? The royal coronation happening this weekend across the pond. Well, Charles officially becomes king. Since I'm not writing for the show, I did accept the offer to do a few of my hit songs there since every other artist turned him down. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what are the hit songs? Uh, the hit songs. I do like a lot of covers. Uh, okay. I've been working on a couple of like Spice Girl songs since we're going to be over there. Some Wham. Uh, I don't know. Mm. You just like little stuff like that for the Brits. Okay. I, I'm. This is going to sound, I'm not uh, an Anglophile or like a royalist. Like I don't, I don't love, I'm not obsessed with them, but it is 
messy enough and funny enough that I'm going to look at the highlights. Yeah. Charles is kind of a silly king. He's a silly king because the first moment we saw him be king, he was complaining. We know that. I remember that. There was video footage of him just like being not nice to staff, (laughs) shooing people away. It's going to be funny. It's going to be funny to make fun of him. I'm going to enjoy making silly observations about him. So yeah, I'm I'm into it. Good for them. Let me tell you, I'm not into it. It just feels <laughs> like major flop energy. So you know, they asked all the famous Brits to go. Mm-hmm. The biggest star said no. Adele said no. Yes. Ed Sheeran said no. Yes. Harry Styles said no. Yes. So they're like headliners for this thing are Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, <laughs> Tom Cruise, and they're really happy to have Winnie the Pooh there. I'm oh, serious. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Um, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be the best party it could be. I think... <laughs> why is Lionel Richie doing it? <laughs> Hello? Exactly. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. Well, uh, Adele is too busy going to NBA games with Rich Paul. She, she, she can't be bothered. Personally, I'm like, shut this whole thing down. It is 2023. At this point, everyone knows that, like, the monarchy represents imperialism and mm-hmm. colonialism. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I would love them to do is, like, give all the money back, uh, take off the crowns, and give the jewels back to the countries they stole the them from. Give all the money back, the jewels, the mummies, give it all the artifacts. Back. Give it all back. I will say we do know some things about um, the menu. Ooh, They're going I have to, to be this. serving a vegetarian quiche this time. Okay. They're not serving the coronation chicken salad that was served at his mother's coronation. Okay. All right. I... They're also declaring a national holiday on the Monday after the coronation weekend called the Big Help Out. It's going to be a bank holiday, and they're urging all the Brits and UK folks to go out and volunteer. The audacity. (laughs) The king of England, who stole everything he's got, is going to ask the citizens to go work for free for a day to honor him. I don't like it, Jay. I'm not into it. I like it. I like like it because of the audacity of it. You know what, Chuck? You're making me laugh a little bit. If you're like... Oh, and by the way, everyone go work for free. Why? Because it'll make me look good. Good. Yeah. You know what? Good on you, Charles. Good on you. Who is your ideal musical guest for the coronation? Ooh. If you could get anybody there. Well, you know, there's, I mean, you're supposed to have Elton John and Paul McCartney. Elton John. How old is Elton John? I love me some Elton John. How old John, is Charles? But- uh, Touche. You got to give Touché. him something he going to dance to. He going to dance to Crocodile <laughs> Rock. I'm not, I don't need to see Charles rolling in the deep. You know, also, let's, let's, let's really get into the fact that if they wanted to spice it, spice it, spice it up, they would have flow at the coronation ceremony. Because flow that, who? The girl group from the UK, the three black girls. Girl, I don't know who that is. They're so good. Oh, my God. I thought you were uh, going to say Flo Millie. And no, I was like, oh, I would love no, to see Flo no, Millie Flo at Millie. the coronation. Flo is this girl group from the UK. They just had Missy Elliott on the song because they used a Missy Elliott sample. Oh, They're amazing. Yes. Cardboard okay, box. Okay, I know that song. Summertime. They are the moment. You have them at the coronation? Let's go. Get your nails done. Get a pedicure. Get your Because see, what you do is you lose one black girl with Megan. You get three. That's good math. Okay. 
You up too. You up too. You up too. You could have helped yeah. yourself out, Charles. I just can't wait to see Katy Perry doing firework because you know she's going to do it. With that and song then Charles has and nothing, Camilla just looking dead in the absolutely eyes. Absolutely nothing to do with the Royals. Doesn't matter. That Doesn't song matter. is about the downtrodden. That song is about marginalized people. That song is about people who have been othered by society. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Do you ever feel like a plastic bag does not apply to someone who can, who's a king? Yeah, I know she's going to sing it, though. And I guarantee you, Charles and Camilla are going to be clapping on the one and the three, <laughs> and it's not going to be pretty. Uh. All right, listeners, time for a break. But first, want to ask you a favor. You have heard me ask you every episode to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Well, our editor now says that we'll get a pizza party if we reach 2,000 reviews in the next few months. So it's not going to be just me asking you now to recommend us and subscribe and review us on Apple Podcast. Jay is going to ask you as well. Please, please rate and review into it on Apple Podcast. What's wrong with you? You already got the iPhone in your hand. First of all, stop texting him. I can see what you're doing on your phone. Stop texting him. He does not respond in a way that you like. He just reacts to things. He doesn't even send a text message back. Stop texting him. You know what you need to do instead of texting that man? Rate and review this podcast. Yes. And if we get a pizza party... I guarantee you, I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese. There's going to be viral behind-the-scenes content. <laughs> At Chuck E. Cheese? At Chuck E. Cheese. It's going down in the Chuck E. Cheese parking lot, my bro. Imagine having the OnlyFans just for Chuck E. Cheese footage. It'd be a hit. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. This event has already passed, so it's past tense. Were you into or not into the Met Gala? Ooh. Happened earlier this week. You oh. saw the looks. I I really, really have to be careful because I am a man in a t-shirt and a hat critiquing looks. What I will say about it is that I really loved Anne Hathaway. I she loved great. Jessica Chastain. I loved Rihanna. I, I loved ASAP Rocky. I like that the men brought it. Some folks, I was just very surprised by. I did not know. <laughs> I didn't expect Lil Nas X to show his ass literally and figuratively. He really did. So Lil Nas X, for those who haven't seen it yet, he was wearing full silver metallic body glitter with mm -hmm. his ass cheeks out mm -hmm. and a bejeweled thong that mm -hmm. kind of had a penis imprint in it. Uh-huh. What? It 
it it did then kind of yeah yeah there's that <laughs> i will say the men were fine i will say my favorite yes was doja cat oh okay so tell me all about this wow i mean who wait so who made it she did the prosthetics on her face mm-hmm. to make it look like she had the face of a cat. This is honoring Karl Lagerfeld's famous cat. Mm-hmm. And then Jared Leto was the cat. And I think oh, that's, the cat's called Choupette. Choupette. That's the difference between like an homage and a, and a reference and just a costume. Which, yeah. yeah. I think I was glad that people got to see that. Also, Lil Nas X was supposed to be referencing the cat too because the bejeweled mask was supposed to be cat. Mm, there were whiskers. Listen, girl, wasn't nobody looking at his, the mask. I, they were looking it, at the cheeks. That's what, yeah, put a tail on the thong. You know, you oh, can. Oh, yeah. That could have done it. That could have done it. I mean, I, my favorite look was probably Michaela Cole. She was just yes. a goddess. My favorite moment was the the roach that walked the red carpet. Did you see that? It's kind of cool. Get a photo. Get a photo. Kevin, get a photo. That is how you know everyone's struggling when even the Met Gala has roaches. The Karl Lagerfeld of it all. Uh huh. Everyone was like, this man is problematic. He's fat phobic. He's racist. He's kind of an asshole. So he's in fashion. And he was. Okay, we got it. Yeah. Th- that's why. I, so part of me was like, oh, we sh- they shouldn't honor him. And the other part of me was like, all of fashion is that. Not only that, people are saying that. It's hard to be like, this person's fat phobic, this person's rude, this person's hard to work with, this person is elitist. And then be like, but wait, let's all like take a moment to bow to Anna Wintour. Like, don't, yeah. come on, don't play yeah. games. You're already in yeah. it. You're in the mix You're already. in it. I want the theme one year just to be like, high school prom. <laughs> like, make it awkward. <laughs> and I want like the awkward prom photos. That's fun. I want that. A night under that. the stars. Mid-2000s prom. You <laughs> yes, be specific. Yes. I want some updos. And all they play while you're on the red carpet is uh, Faith Hill's This Kiss. Yeah. On the <laughs> <laughs> it's that pivotal moment. It's uh, impossible. This kiss. This kiss. Next question. Jay, are you into or not into another season of Ryan Murphy's Monster series? The first season was Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Guess what the second season is going to be? It's not Jeffrey Dahmer. They did that already. Okay. Uh, Monster Weinstein? Uh, his whole shtick. Ryan Murphy's whole shtick is like... M- gay murderers? Yeah, and hot male murderers. Okay. Bundy? Twins. The twins? They're twins. Oh! Those twins? The Menendez brothers. The Menendez brothers. You into that? Oh, um, this is where I gracefully bow out. I don't need to see all of the Instagram posts about how hot these yeah. murderers Isn't it creepy? are. Isn't it creepy? As, I know art is supposed to put you in places that like straddle a line between discomfort and just pure entertainment, but. It's not for me. I don't, it's somebody's gonna like it. There will be tons of gay boys with dysfunctional relationships with their bullies that will love it. <laughs> um, I've healed and I don't need yeah, that. I, have done, I know tons of nice jobs, yeah. so I don't. I've done too much therapy to be watching Ryan Murphy's foolishness anymore. 
<laughs> I can say this because Dahmer's out now. I auditioned for Dahmer, and it's very funny because should be one we, of the black dudes he killed. <laughs> Jay, whoops! Is that is that uh, NDA's oh in for real? Right? Uh, Wait, you were gonna be one of Dahmer's black victims? What, see, and and look at me, blessed, Just getting to not be yeah, that. Yeah, rejection is God's protection. Okay, <laughs> Evan Peters, I love you though, Evan Peters. You're such a sweet and talented boy. You're, was your screen test alongside him? No, 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 no. I, I, it was just sending sides. But when you when you get it and you read it, you go, oh no, oh. What were your lines? Just a lot of like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why does it smell funny in here? <laughs> so my thing with this whole Ryan Murphy foolishness. I think my favorite line was like, when you said dark me, I didn't know you meant that. <sighs> no, I didn't. I, okay, stop it, you guys. Don't. Janae, leave now. it in. Leave it in, Janae. <laughs> leave, leave it in. Leave it in. So Janae. here's the thing. Ryan Murphy got a bunch of flack for basically glorifying the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer and making him look hot. And now this new season with the Menendez brothers seems like it might do the same thing. I don't know what's wrong with Ryan Murphy, but I want it to stop. It's getting so absurd. They released like a teaser trailer audio thing to YouTube this week. Netflix did to announce the new season about the Menendez brothers. To accompany the announcement, the teaser had actual 911 tape from the call in which Lyle Menendez tells the 911 folks that his parents have been shot. That's the trailer. What are we doing here? We truly are. I mean, it's. it's I say we. What is Ryan doing here? But also culturally, this is gross. This is. This is the true crime industrial complex. Come home to roost or whatever. I don't know. Let's be real, because twenty years from now, are we getting a Ryan Murphy sexy story about Derek Chauvin? Murder? Yeah. Oh, he's evil. He's wrong. I, it's like, come on. Also, why are we stripping the news for parts to do reenactment miniseries about people that we all kind of agree are bad? I think there are definitely moments where if you look at Amanda Seyfried's Elizabeth Holmes portrayal, it, like stuff like that, you can be like, oh, it's kind of compelling. Oh, what a good job. What a what a great opportunity for an actor. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't need it. I, I didn't, I don't. None of our folks were begging for a Menendez Brothers show. Here's the show that I want Ryan Murphy to make. And I'll even give him the title. (laughs) The show should be called Who Hurt Me? (laughs) Where Ryan Murphy tells us his damage. Because I got to know. Somebody hurt that man. Somebody hurt that man. And I pray for healing for him. I pray for healing. A prayer circle. You need a we prayer. We need the blessed oil on Ryan Murphy's we need, head. Yeah, some anointing. <laughs> Take him to the Tarion room. They don't know about that. It's such a weird trope to have that you create for yourself. Like sometimes as a performer, you get you keep getting cast in certain like stereotypical yeah. roles, and you're like, well, out of my hands, out of my hands. But if you're the creator. The exactly. showrunner, the writer, the executive producer, the the person who's actually presenting these. You have the overall deal. You can do whatever you, whatever want. you want. And Netflix gave him hundreds of millions of dollars and said, go forth, my dude. And he was like, let You're me tell you what I'm going to do. Murder. But not murder. If it was just murder, you'd be like, oh, this is this is yeah. an interesting grisly murder. Mur- hot hot murder. murderers? Murderers that gay, that cis gay white also, dudes, like, oh, they're kind of hot though. Also, I think the far? moral of this story is if you consume or create too much glee content, you end up here. <laughs> <laughs> the glee to serial killer show pipeline is real. 
I, I will personally pick out Ryan Murphy's therapist, and I'll sit in on the sessions. We got to get to the how, bottom of this. That's not how therapy works. Well, it needs Sam. to work that way. You can't be in someone else's therapy. They're gonna be halfway through session. And I'm gonna be like, I want to bring up episode three of Dahmer. There was you some stuff going on there. You want to heckle him during therapy? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> no, not believable. <laughs> I do. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next. Are you into or not into the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees? It was announced this week. Missy Elliott made it. She is now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or being inducted this year. How do you feel about that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You put that thing down, flip it and reverse it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm so happy. Missy Elliott, producer, songwriter, artist. Style icon. I love it. I love everything yes. about it. Is it yeah. worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive and yet it's your We love Missy Elliott. Every time Missy Elliott does anything like this and she's like, Oh, I'm the first like oh, I'm the first female rapper to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is wild that we get to go. The first? The first in two thousand and twenty-three. Hell yeah. Very happy for her. Yeah. She's the first woman in rap to be inducted, and she said of the honor this week, quote, I want to say this is huge, not just for me, but all my sisters in hip-hop. This door is now open to showcase the hard work and what many of us contribute to music. I have cried all morning because I am grateful. Thank you, Rock Hall, and all on the committee, and super friends. She's the MVP. I don't think Missy has never, ever stepped out of line. She just does really great work. And minds her business. Yeah. I love her. And it's been so instrumental in so much of R&B and rap and hip-hop in a way just from her pen, from her ability to produce, from her ability to find talent, from her ability to work with people, from her ability to put together voices. Mm-hmm. She'll, and she just like secretly will be like, oh, yeah, I wrote, I wrote yeah. Beyonce. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so good. That someone who has such a long and beautiful and varied career is being celebrated the way she should be. So that makes me very happy. Well, and I also think that when we have conversations about who was the best female rapper, I think it's Missy. Hell, okay. Ain't nobody going to argue with that. Most influence, most bops, Mm -hmm. least controversial, most fun to be around. Definitely. In an all-around matchup. I will take Missy Elliott over any other woman rapper and pretty much every other man rapper, too. Here's here's where it, unproblematic queen, unproblematic here's queen. Here's where it gets wild because you look at the longevity and you look at the run and you just mm-hmm. look at the number of hits or the number of hits even like that she's connected to. Mm-hmm. You kind of go, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Mississippi putting it down. I'm the hottest round. I told y'all mother. Y'all can stop me now. So there were other inductees announced this week as well for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kate Bush, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Sheryl Crow, George Michael, and the Spinners. Gotta say, overall, I like that. It's a good list. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I know all of those names, posthumously George Michael, so that makes us, we're we're happy for that. Kate Bush, shout out Stranger Things. Yeah, the Stranger (laughs) Things effect is real. The Stranger Things effect is real. So pay them motherfucking writers. If those writers are good enough to get Kate Bush in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, pay them motherfucking writers. You're the only contestant, so I have to tell mm-hmm. you whether you've won or lost. All right. And I'm going to say, based on your answers, mm-hmm. 
based on your energy and because I stand in solidarity with labor, especially uh-huh. striking labor, I'm happy to announce that you have won the game. Oh, my oh gosh. My How does it feel? How does it feel? Oh, wow. These victories come at a very important time in my life. So I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful to win this non-points-based, but points-based game. This is almost like your own royal coronation. Right? But no Katy Perry or Lionel Richie. Or day of service. (laughs) Or day of national day of service. (laughs) Is he going to volunteer? What would he do? He could pick up some he could pick up some aluminium cans or something. Um, what do you think Miss Elliott was saying in the reverse it part of Work It? I know, but what I like to say, a lot of people know that it's just put that thing down, flip it and reverse it. Reverse? But in reverse. Oh. It's her vermitable flying at the but what we used to do in school is we go, Europe nipper nipper wham yap nipper. We would just say gibberish. Calling all female runners, it's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Since the 2022 New York City Marathon, Team Milk has sponsored female marathon runners nationwide, providing support and shining a spotlight on their unique stories, perseverance, and drive to go the distance. Why milk? Dairy milk is an excellent nutritional ad for both marathon training and recovery. Milk contains 13 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, making it a crucial component of a training diet. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Culture Geist. Culture Geist. You're listening to Culture Geist. Culture Geist. I don't know, y'all. And now for a segment we're calling Culture Geist. About all the things we can't stop thinking about. The culture that's haunting you, haunting me, haunting all of us, for better or worse. Hey Sam, this is Rebecca calling with my culture geist that has haunted me since this commercial came out, which I just looked it up, and it came out in 2008. There is a commercial where Charles Barkley calls Dwayne Wade during a press conference. What, Chuck? I'm sitting here watching the press conference. Nice suit. Asking for NBA socks because he, quote, needs them for my footsies. I need them for my footsies. Most of the time when I put on socks, I'll say to myself in my head, I need them for my footsies. And this commercial isn't even for socks. It's a T-Mobile commercial, but it has lived in my head since 2008. Hey, 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 give me them socks. 
Thanks. Love the show. Hey, Sam. Okay, this is Anna. She, they pronouns. Um, my poltergeist, which I don't even know if this counts. You know how the New York Times has the, like, Metropolitan Diaries section? The other week, somebody wrote how they walked 100,000 steps in one day. As someone who loves to walk, I, like, average around, like, 20,000 a day. And I'm tired. So I'm like, okay, this person's lying. Meanwhile, 30 minutes later, I find myself elbows deep in a Reddit thread about people who walk 100,000 steps in one day. You know, that's more than a marathon. I'm just like, like people wake up at 2 a.m. to do this. Like, why? Is this part of our culture? Like, what is happening? Is this a humble brag? Who has the time? I have so many questions and I have not been able to stop thinking about it for weeks since I've seen it published. And I'm gonna stick with 20,000 steps or how many steps I feel like taking in a day. Maybe less, but I truly cannot get over it. Okay, well, I don't know, keep walking. Hi, my name is Brian. Uh, my culture geist comes from season three, part two of MTV's Making the Band back in 2005. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's a and it is a glorious 60 seconds of re- early reality television. The star is choreographer to the stars, Lorianne Gibson, who is schooling the girls. And one of the contestants, Taquita is having a bit of a rough day. And Lorianne is not having any of it, like none of it at all. Why are you yawning? Oh my gosh, there's no time for that. I don't think there is a day that passes that one of the following phrases does not come out of my mouth. Do not yawn in this moment. Do not yawn in this moment. No, too much. You're on top of the vocal, Taquita. No, too much neck, honey. No, too much neck, honey. Again for Taquita. Again for Taquita. Or my personal favorite. Let me hear you guys sing. Let me hear you guys sing. Because it is the ultimate choreographer energy to not know the lyrics to the song. I love Lorianne. I love early reality TV. I love the podcast. And uh, that's my culture, guys. Hi, Sam and the whole Intuit team. So my culture, guys, is the Akon and David Guetta. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Song called Sexy Bitch. And which Akon sings about trying to find the words he says... And I quote, I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. Damn girl. Damn you a sexy bitch. A sexy bitch. So the thing that has stuck in my head for years and years is Akon's lack of vocabulary and that he doesn't know any other adjectives to describe without being disrespectful. Like, 
Can we get him a thesaurus? I I'm just like, I have thought about this over and over again. And in searching for the exact lyrics for this song, I did see that I'm not the only one because there is a 2020 Reductress article about Akon finally finding some more words to describe women. Um, so I'm glad that I'm not the only one, but I also feel like I'm never going to get all this time back that I have spent thinking about this. So here's to Akon and to learning more adjectives. Who's a sexy bitch? Thanks again to Becca, Brian, Anna, and Rebecca. Listeners, do you have a culture geist? A thing in the culture that's been haunting you for days or weeks or even years? Share it with us. The more specific you are, the better. Just send us a short voice memo via email, intuit at vulture.com. Intuit at vulture.com. All right, Intuit is hosted by me, Sam Sanders. The show is produced by Janae West, Travis Larchuk, Gabby Grossman, Jelani Carter, and Taka Zen. Our fearless editor is Jordana Hochman. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. And our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. All right, listeners, we are back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Till then, be good to yourselves. I'll talk to you soon. Why do you run? Why does anyone I always thought that runners loved running, and that's not the case. Most runners hate running, <laughs> but they choose to do it. In the new docu-series Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon taking place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.